podcast. Perfect. Test. Test. Welcome to the VinoCast. It's been a minute. Test. How are we doing tonight, Jordy? I'm great. How are you? You know what? I'm doing good. I'm, uh, what am I looking at here? You're looking at a ceiling on a balcony in Austin, Texas. That's what you're looking at here. Eh? I'm looking at a stash here. Eh? Eh? Wow. <laughs> That's some right, good up, energy. Dog? That's some good energy. Bro, I'll tell you what, man. I got a personal record today in the, in the running vibe. Okay, let's hear it. Personal record. Let's let's document that. Just do you know what, dude? Just two days in a row running two miles, man. I like that. Personal records, man. It ain't the best, but I'm gonna be. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm out here grinding. Yes. And I I've upgraded. I got a motorcycle patch. What's that? I used to be I'm downtown, so running for me is kind of sketch. Just like being a fat guy running is funny. I feel, and then running in the city, fat. Is funny and awkward and uncomfortable. So you got a bunch of people. I feel that. A bunch of so I'm running. I'm uncomfortable. I'm pissed because I'm running, and then I got to deal with people. Mm -hmm. But I got the motorcycle patch of not giving a fuck. So I'm running through. I'm dapping people up. I'm throwing them thumbs up. I'm fucking shooting out uh, gun fingers. Oh, that's fire! That's fire. I'm I'm saying I'm in the thing. I'm interacting with the people because I'm not as like. I'm not running mad because it feels good now. I got my fucking juice back. Yeah, you're you're running, running like you're. I'm you're running, being, running. You're a and bee this out is, there. You start to feel good. Before I was just getting the legs under me. Now the legs are under me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, you know, I'm a couple months lungs free from toxins. Like I'm full charge. I'm out there running miles, feeling good. That's good. Two miles. But yes, everything's good. Then I drink some wine. I'm eating good. Like I've been eating. Like I've been tracking cows all week. I lost a good like eight pounds. I'm fucking. Wow. I'm uh, you know, I'm writing the cows on the calendar, writing the workout. I'm tracking. I'm logging. We back. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I got uh, my anti. I got some clothes in the mail that don't fit, and I'm gonna fit into them soon. That's fire. I actually got a couple things in the mail today. I got my Chinatown What'd pieces. What you get? I got my Chinatown pieces. I got a. They did a little last dance tribute for Michael Jordan. Had to get that for the one time. They did that? I didn't see that. Fuck. Yeah, it's like the old school Bulls jersey and like the cursive. It's just a red T. It says Chinatown in that font and then a 23 on it. It's just, it's a little cornball, but you know, it's fire. I fuck with it. All their shit's a little cornball, but it's all fire. Yeah. But, uh, and then I got the face mask as well. I got that in. Yeah, I got that too. I'm waiting for my shit to come in. But yeah, man. Other than that, I just been chilling. Got some vino on on the on deck. I got some J Lore. That's the bottle I'm sipping tonight. A little thirteen and a half. Actually, it is a. Uh, Look at me, Fourteen percent. I'm at a fourteen tonight. Holy shit! Yes. I'm at ten and a half. What the fuck is wrong? It's not bad though, you know. I mean, it's not bad because like. I'm working out, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm not trying to get slosh. Yes. I'm not trying to piss in the carpet. I'm just trying to have a good time. I like that. You know what I mean? I like that. I like yeah. that. So, like, what's the vibe? Like, what's energy right now? Like, what's your... What's life communicating to you lately? What's going on? Bro, just help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just help. And it has been for a while, but I'm just taking it seriously. I'm just... Stop, I stopped making excuses. You know, 
I've done this a few different times, but it's like, dude, I feel really locked in right now. Um, and I'm back to the point that like, I missed for a long time and I didn't understand is like, I only remember what it feels like to be in shape when I get in shape type shit. Exactly. Like exactly. Everybody. So it's like, sometimes I forget how important it is until I just do it. So 100%. I'm finally getting back into the thing where I'm just hitting the push-ups, hitting the sit-ups, hitting the jog. You're feeling good, eating good, looking good, living good, you know what I'm saying? Dancing good, drinking good, reading good, drinking coffee, getting sun. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying, man. It's like... Back once, in my once you start stiff arming like instant gratifications and then once you get a taste of like hard work and progress and things that you're actually like investing energy into when you see like results or not even yeah. results but feel results and your your mental kind of shift but it's hard i mean you have to put in the work to feel those it's not like instant gratification it's so easy to get instant gratification from just like going and getting fucking subway or fucking you know. Dude, I had Subway for lunch now. Don't talk A on Subway. What? Don't talk bad on Subway. That was my lunch today. Hey, I'm not saying in a bad way, you know. I had wheat bread, though. A little wheat bread, I don't bread. know if that helped, but I felt better. No, but 100%, bro. And honestly, like, for me, like, I know that I, I'm speaking to people that probably understand. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's not just me that feels this way, but, like, I, it takes, like, some, like, I got to get real mad to, like, just do the work that gets me back to here when I fall off. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, I'm stupid, I guess. Like I forget what it feels like. I, f- I forget to stay on this path. So I fall off of it for long periods of time, yeah. like a year or more. Yeah. And I, I get mad. I don't even know why I'm mad. I'm mad because I'm not healthy. I'm not doing shit that actually makes me happy. So then I fucking run it back up. Take the, it took me like two, three weeks, four or five weeks, maybe six weeks, maybe mm-hmm. like a long time. Of, like, just hating life, kind of, really. not. I mean, whatever. Like, not being the coolest. Because I'm, like, force-fucking my body back. And, I mean, it probably doesn't take long, like that long if you're, like, not as bad. Like, I let myself fall pretty bad. So, um, a couple few weeks, get back on track. And then now I remember, like, oh, yeah. And then, like, I start to emerge again. Like, my real self. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I become less depressed, more happy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, cool. Like, you can do shit that you like again. And you mm-hmm. can be, like... I'm by the river, drinking coffee, reading a book, noon. Exactly. And Good, happy. Right, right now is like the most beautiful time to start getting back in your bag and in your pocket. Like, so with sick. everything being on pause, it's like so easy. Just, It's almost like the default right now to be like distressed. Obviously, things are revamping and, you know, there's obviously side effects of starting revamping now. Um, it's obvious and you know what I'm saying? You can't be mad at the revamp it's just we're out here you know we have to start starting shit back up and but uh um, i don't know man i don't know dude I, I mean we can get to that in a second but to finish this thing i think uh i think it's easy it would be really easy to fall into shitty habits too though no that's what i'm saying i'm saying like right now it's the default to be in shitty habits and be distressed and yeah but so like, like i think it just comes down to character though bro because it's like who are you as a person? That shit comes out when it's really, when it's distress comes out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, a lot of people, like, made better changes of themselves. I'm sure. I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody. I'm just saying, when your back's against the wall, not everybody eats Coke. Well, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, I think it's like, it just goes to who you are is amplified when stress, when your back's against the wall, who you really are is amplified. Yeah. 
that's why today I'm, I'm so excited because yesterday was my first, like, I'm back run. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're back in your bag, and I weighed myself today too, and it felt good. So I'm just saying, like, I'm really myself today and, like, proud of myself today because I feel like I responded well. It's like, that's why I'm so, like, I'm in a good mood. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I know that that doesn't have to be like that. I, I would have rather eaten, I would have rather had Pizza Hut every day for lunch with, like, a white chocolate mocha for breakfast and, like, some sort of, like, egg, sous vide egg with the goat cheese or something. And then had, like, Poncheros and, and, and Wendy's for dinner every day because I'm sad and that makes me feel better. Yeah. I mean, I'm sad because I'm just by myself and I can't do what I love to do. I mean, I'll do some things that I love to do. So it's like, I would have rather done that probably. But I'm really happy that I responded this way. So that's why it's giddy. I don't think that it's the default setting to do well. So it's like, for those that have, like, you'd be super proud of yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? No, 100%. Yeah. That's the best feeling, to be in a shitty vibe and, like, come out, like, victorious like that's like on god that's everything yeah 100 like that's why just getting in the bag like i was saying just getting in that pocket right now and just entering like once shit like you're just it, it goes with everything it's just like when you put yourself ahead of the curve like if i work out in the morning before i go to work or before i do anything i'm, I'm just mentally ahead of it because i've already invested energy so just being able to start getting back in those habits and um, you know, develop like I was listening to a podcast this morning. Um, Which is uh, it, the Ed Milet show? He's just, oh, never heard of it. Should I write like, it down? Yeah, write it down. He's a live coach. It's just very like solid. Ed? It's not. It's not bullshit. It's not like you know joking Milet? around about, huh? Ed Milet. Ed Milet. How do you spell Milet? M Y L E T T, I believe. Shout out, Eddie. Huh? Eddie. Shouts yeah, out to yes. Edward. Yeah, shout out Edward. Uh, it's just, it's not bullshit. It's Eddie. just straight life coach, straight, you know, like, you know, cheat codes in a way. It's not, you know, just hand out, like, it's not gimmicks. It's not you hear it and your life changed. It's you hear it, go put it in action type shit. But uh, he had a life coach on today or, you know, someone that is a life coach for athletes. And he was just talking about successful people do like in their successful habits if you're an average person you have average habits and so on and so forth so it's just like reiterating your habits and they pretty much funnel you where you're going to be and where your mind's going to be where your mood's going to be and what your manifestations are if your habits are average you're going to be getting average manifestations i mean it's easy you know but it's just like reiterating it putting it in your mind and like all right maybe let's start doing some successful habits let's read a book let's listen you know what I'm saying? Let's go and turn your ego off and go listen to a master. Go listen to someone that you aspire and daily, you know, you, it's just like stop trying to be God type shit. Yeah, dude. And that you, you listened to that this morning? Yes. What did you take away from that? Just that? That, that? I mean, there was a lot. It was basically I've been very negative too. And just like right now there's a lot of negative things going on in the world. So it's just – there's a lot of things that are... Did you succumb to that? A little bit, yeah. I don't I don't think I, you know, stiff arm it all the time. I definitely am negative a lot. Not like... I'll say negative things a lot more than I usually do. And so just like cutting that habit was something I took away. Like, um, I don't think I'm a negative person overall. Uh, but just... I would just be saying things, paying attention to particular things, like... Six nine and shit. Like I don't know why I'm even paying attention to that guy. Like, 
he does what he does. I don't like pay attention. I don't follow his ass, but like I'm watching his music videos and like paying it like, and then just I'm constantly on the news and just looking. Obviously, I want to be updated on what's going on in the world, but just like succumbing to negative things, saying negative things, the power of thinking and saying that shit out loud, even just complaining about shit like. Just saying something stupid or judging something. It's just like... You yeah. Don't that shit. It's good to step back and like realize uh, how you're... It's good to gain more consciousness about something if you had lost consciousness about it. You know, like forget that you're even doing it. Like it's not like you're trying to be a negative asshole. Yeah. But you just like forget and you're just doing it. So it's good to like just the fact that you're thinking about it means that you've raised consciousness to it. And then you can handle it. Exactly. Like, whatever. Like, everybody does that shit. Like, what you're talking about is, like, normal. Yeah. It's not great. It's not, like, the makings of a uh, legend. Mm-hmm. So it's good to, like, notice it and cut it because you know that you're fucking great. Yeah. But it's not, like, you're a shithead. No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? So just, like, understand, like, the fucking the severity of it, but also, like, how not severe it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, how it doesn't. It's like, but yeah, I mean, it's good to get your mind in check, though. Like, dude, yeah. like for sure. I got a. I've just been watching. Uh, I've been watching podcasts of like psychiatrists and like doing some like help self help shit, just to, like kind of reinforce things. Watching a lot of David Goggins. Never heard of him. Uh, he's a beast. He's like uh, just like a marine or something. Oh, is that the dude that like runs around and just yells at his camera? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've been watching a lot of his yeah. shit. And I've just been like, I've been running when I run. I just think that I'm just like, you're not a bitch to me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I think shit yeah. like that. You mm-hmm. know, whatever. Like it's just like I'm just drilling those thoughts in of like, no mind over matter. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I have I have an addiction to books. Mm-hmm. So I thrift books. Have you ever? Are you familiar with thrift books? Uh, I'm not. It's a, it's like a half price books, but it's online and the shit just like ships in like two days. Is at your door? Oh wow, that's and, amazing! Like used books, and they yeah. have like whatever you want, pretty much. They have a lot of shit. So anytime like I'm inspired, the books are like three dollars. Yeah. So anytime I'm like shook, anytime I hear about a book that I think would be really good for my life, I'll just buy it on there, and then I like don't even. It's such a quick transaction because it's an app that I don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Like, my credit card's in the thing, so it's literally just, like, two buttons. Like, yeah, it's just quickly. Like, yeah. So I forget about it. So I'm just, like, getting books at the front door of, like, inspirational shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, today I just got, like, a mind, like, a book to, like, set your mind right. Um, I read the first chapter, and it just kind of, like, reiterated some things that I already knew. What's something, about that, it, like, what's something that, like, was uh, a highlighter point? Yeah, it's basically just about, like, how, like, your thoughts create... Um, it's about manifesting shit. Yeah. So it's it's basically about, you know, like, the first chapter is just about your mind. Like, how important it is to have your mind right. And then, um, thinking about it, kind of had, I sat back and I thought about the chapter that I read. I only read one chapter. And um, it made me really uncomfortable, which kind of proved that, like, I've gotten off of that a little bit. It's not necessarily that I notice myself being negative, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking about shit that is not like, why am I thinking about this shit? Like I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, uh, of, you know, like, uh, 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 I'm thinking about people that I actually don't care about. Like yeah. not my family or friends. I'm just thinking about people that I don't care about. Yeah. I'm thinking about 
um, negative thoughts about myself. I'm thinking about stress. I'm thinking about like tragedy. Mm -hmm. Like why? Like that doesn't, I just have to control what I can control. That's kind of what you're talking about. Like you're more powerful than you think, like lean into that. Like, you know what I mean? Like control what you can control and you'll have a bigger impact than you think you will. So, and I, I mean, after we're done with this, I'll show you the book. Like, I want you to read it too. Yeah. I only read the first chapter, but I like I I know what it is. You know when you know. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um. But uh, so this is kind of I sat there and I kind of thought about that, and, like how important it is to uh, just make sure that your mentals are strong because like even like in the past month and a half or whatever, with me getting back into shape and like really getting refocused on that shit, it feels like I'm swimming up river. You know, it's hard yeah. because my mind is still kind of fucked up. But it's like I'm like unwilling to waver, so I'm like out here running anyway, mm-hmm. even though I don't want to. I'm like crying the whole time, but I'm like, fuck you, yeah. you're gonna run, yeah, you're gonna fit into this fucking anti-social social club T-shirt that you just bought, you piece of shit. Ooh, wow, anti-social social club, bro. And I got a fucking, I got a jumpsuit, I got a coverall, Dickies coveralls today. A what? Coveralls. What's coveralls? It's like a, you know, like a mechanic suit with the pants and the oh, shirt yeah. attached. Yeah. I got that all black short sleeves. That's just fire, bro. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's nasty. It's yeah. fire, bro. I'm yeah. telling you, I get a name tag on that bitch, J-O-R-D-Y, lowercase only, because mm. they don't allow you to do uppercase on the website that I bought it from. Oh, wow. So your name's on that bitch? Uh, not yet, but I bought a patch. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's Throw it on there. I'm just going to put motorcycle patches on it. No, yeah, hell yeah. Hell I'm just yeah, going to have yeah. like a fucking suit. You put on, like, I'm, like, fucking P. Diddy in the fucking music video with the, you know, I don't remember what that's, so more money, more problems, maybe. Yes, 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 like, yes. Roll this to the side, you know, I'm so roll this, whatever, roll this no, in the good. airwaves to the side, you feel me, whatever, I don't know. But anyway, it's like a jumpsuit. I'm going to have a fucking one-piece jumpsuit in the streets, you know, and I'm, I'm rocking the stash. Stash gang, you got a beard yet or what? Uh, I do. I have to uh, trim up the, it's not like full beard, it's stubble, but the stash Bro. is substantially thicker. I just have yeah, to clean it up a little bit. Can you check this? I hit a fucking, I hit a big on this shit. A what? A big razor. It's a straight, like oh, yeah, a fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm skin, bro. This is the first time it's been skin. Like when I did it the other day at the house, it was the electric, bzz, 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 bzz. Yeah. Today I took a fucking straight razor to this shit. I love the stash, bro. Stash gang. We yeah, both stash got stashes. Have we even announced that? No, it's not. I it think has that's not been monumental. Announced, yeah. We are in the stash era. Uh, you know, fuck it, run it up. Dash life. Just a little You're, change up, you know, throw a change up. They don't hit it all the time. So it's just like, you got to throw a change up in life. All I fucking know is mustaches and wine. Exactly. It's funny because on uh, Action Bronson, Action, <laughs> Action Bronson, <laughs> Action Bronson's uh, album, go. Well Done. Yeah. I think like the first song is called like Respect the Mustache or Respect the Stash or something of that. Well, nature. first of all, I'm fucking stoked that you pulled that reference out of your ass like that. I didn't know you were so deep into his tunes. Tune core dog. Like trust me, that, trust me that I've been listening to Well Done since I was fucking uh, twenty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I love Bronson so much. I thought you were just on like the hype Bronson shit. Nah. I thought you heard Alligator. Nope. Can we? Can I play a sample? Yeah, play a sample, dog. Have you heard Brunch? I don't think I've heard Brunch. Alright, Brunch is my favorite Action Bronze song, so I'll play that one right now. Do you hear this? Yeah. 
Definitely word to the chef right there. No, this is my chef. So that's why I fuck with it so much because I'll just put this shit on. I'm sharpening my knives to that song. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm buttoning up my chef jack to that song. You know what I'm saying? I'm powdering my balls to that song. Wow. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm straightening my hat to that song. You know what I mean? I I'm banding. Yes. That's, you know what I'm saying? I feel that. I'm fucking... Deep bearding muscles to that song, you heard me? vibe. Playing some golf tomorrow. I've been golfing. Just solo dolo or you got buddies? Going with uh, Aaron and a couple duders. Earn? Going with Earn. That's a vibe, bro. No, oh, hell yeah. That's a vibe. I'm fucking um, doing nothing, bro. I'm going to my cabin next weekend. That's a vibe. Um, I might go on Tuesday. I don't know. Uh... But besides that, I'm just, my ritual, bro, I, dude, <clears throat> I'm, I was so far away from, like, my pocket that I didn't realize one of my favorite things to do in the world is so simple and I can do it whenever I want, is just walk to a fucking coffee shop, grab some coffee, listen to the tunes. Yeah. And just, like, be in my head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love that so much. It gets sun and, like, dude, like, I've just, I started that this week and I do it every day and it costs me, like, two bucks, like, whatever, like, get a coffee up the street, like... There was one time where all the coffee shops were closed because I slept in, mm-hmm. and I had to go to fucking Czech Village. It was like a two-mile walk, mile-and-a-half walk. It wasn't even that bad, but it was just a little bit further and annoying, and there was mats. But it's still a vibe. I'm getting sun. I'm listening. I listened to an audio book that day. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like, a, like, I'm so excited to do that. So I'll do that. So that's, my, that's my plan. So I just fucking get coffee, listen to music. I've been making – I've been fucking with Logic a little bit. I've been uh, – Recording recipes, like I've just been on my kind of grind shit. Like honestly, I'm working really hard on this shit, so it's kind of nice. No, like, that's beautiful. Yeah, dude. That was amazing. I made a little fucking. <clears throat> I made a little fucking uh, little uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, Stranger Things mock up. No, that's little amazing. Teaser, teaser music. It's like commercial music. Commercial. <laughs> It'd be like on a commercial for Stranger Things, on like a trailer for Stranger no, Things. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> And uh, you would really get a vibe. Like, I think the song really represents Love Lost. Love Lost? Uh, yeah, I think Love Lost. I think it's like an eerie vibe. I think okay. it's like a vibe of like, um, I love you, but my family is moving. And uh, maybe Hopper is dead. Oh, shit. Okay. I fuck with that. But, like, but he wrote me a good letter, and I love him. And he's like the best person ever, and he saved my life. Yes, I fuck with you that. You know what I mean? Like, it's very bright, but also it's heavy. I'm, I have a heavy heart, but I'm happy. Exactly. It's just kind of like moving into the next chapter. Yes, because any, with any growth comes loss. You know what I'm saying? Yes, 100%. Because to grow, you have to let go of some things. Mm-hmm. At least the height. Yeah. You're not by foe no more. Oh, five God. Seven. No, that's amazing. You know yeah. I mean? I've actually, like, for the first time... Since probably March, I started writing again, writing music within the last couple of days. I've just been rejuvenated, especially after just leaving. Um, every time like I leave from like a home trip or seeing family, it's just it's always rejuvenating. You get to see yourself a lot and people and your family, of course, and the things. 
um, that help cultivate who you are. And so just being around things that you're familiar with, it just rejuvenates and like refocuses me a lot. So I've just been able to get in my bag a little bit more as far as writing. Um, not even that I like was trying to write and I couldn't. I just almost, I just didn't have the want or the, uh, I've just kind of been not out of it. I just been more so letting myself just be free of like doing that type of shit. Which is, I don't think it's ever a bad thing to take a break for something if you're not feeling it. The worst thing you could probably do is force that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, I think the biggest, the biggest, you got one at least, right? You you said it, but I think one of the biggest, um, not even cheat codes, like the biggest weapons you can have in your fucking artillery is uh, knowing how to get back. Yeah. If you fucking, if you forget something, or if you, like, you know what I'm saying, if you like, it's like if you aren't in your bag in your pocket know how to get back in your pocket and just do that shit so i think this time like what's it's really important to me because i'm getting back into my pocket like full-fledged like the hardest i've ever been in my pocket i feel like i feel it coming i mean i'm there in a, in a major way but it's just like i'm remembering shit mm-hmm. i'm gonna write myself a little game plan because <clears throat> life's fucking peaks of Peaks and I'm sorry, I got the wine burps. Life's fucking, life's fucking peaks and valleys, bro. You're gonna be up, you're gonna be down. You gotta know how to get back up when you get down. Like inevitably, some weird shit's gonna happen. You're gonna fucking get evicted. You're fucking gonna have a kid out of wedlock. You're gonna stub your toe. Like shit's gonna fucking happen. You gotta know how to get back up out of there. Yeah. And like, I, like my biggest flaw is that I just I get cocky and I'm just like fuck it, like whatever, like I'll whatever, like I'm invincible. I'll get back. And I, I forget how to do it. And then I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? I just get fucked up for a longer period of time. It's just about minimizing the fucking losses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, inevitably, it's just going to happen. You got to know how to get back. And if one of your bags is to, like, come home and talk to your family and recenter yourself, you know you always have that. You could be fucking 43. You know, you just you didn't get the Grammy you thought you had you needed or you wanted, like you thought it was yours, and you didn't get you didn't get it. They gave it to fucking Roy Woods. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I'm saying? You're like, what yeah. the fuck? You go into a funk. You can't write for two and a half weeks. You know, if you fly back right now, you talk to the mom, you hang out with your brothers and your sister, you whatever. Who have to bam? You're back. Yeah. Or at least on the path to getting back. But you know that that helps you. You always have that in your. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's good to have those things in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna write myself a little fucking memoir, a little fucking pamphlet. That next time I fall on my ass, I I just read it, and I'll just get back. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. No, that is important. How you react to shit, and how you. Can... I think it's like probably like one of the most important things. Oh, 100%. You know I mean? Like yeah. shit's gonna fucking happen, dude. Like people are gonna die. You know, you're gonna break a bone. Like I broke my fucking pinky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna, you're gonna run out of toilet paper, maybe. <sighs> that Rona era shit. The PlayStation's gonna fucking, the PlayStation's gonna be lagging. Oh, all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm rolling back with fucking Dak Prescott. I hit circle. He does not fucking throw to circle. He doesn't even throw it all. He pump fakes. I get sacked. I lose the fucking game. I gotta have a pamphlet to get back. You know what I mean? Yes. It's all about circumstances and perspective. Perspective and also reaction. 
Like you gonna you need to have a good perspective, but you ha- also have to act. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Is like it's good to know things, but it's more important to act on those things that you know. Exactly. And something else yeah. that I took away that kind of branches off that and goes back to like earlier points when I was talking about that podcast is uh, uh, neutral thinking. So basically, yeah. just like taking it step by step in a way. Uh, and and then I have also having balance to thoughts and thinking. So like, well, what, not is, being, what do you mean by like neutral thinking though? So as like let's say you're in a predicament, instead of jumping to a conclusion saying you can do it or you can't do it, uh, almost like develop a hypothesis. Like what are the steps? Like <clears throat> like you know what I'm saying? Don't get too far ahead, but at the same time, don't you know shut anything down at the same time. So it's almost like having an open-mindedness to, like, think of all the possibilities before they happen. Exactly. And then just, like, just be realistic with it. Like, he was talking about, like, the Apollo mission in the the podcast and saying how, like, they just took step by step. They were saying, well, can we go back to the moon? And then once they found out they couldn't, they said, okay, let's go. Like, they just, you know, took it step by step instead of, you know, going A to C. You said don't go to A to C, is that what you said? Correct. You can't skip, can't skip steps. Yeah, I feel like uh, that's something that I don't think about a lot. I feel like <clears throat> something that I feel like we've mentioned this before, just amongst ourselves. But I feel like one of our like superpowers or like one of our positive attributes is that we're open-minded people and we can think about like possibilities we I, I mean whatever like it comes it stemmed from a negative honestly i think it stems from my like ability to overthink everything and to be like anxious yeah but from that the positive side of that is i'm thinking about every possibility before it happens so i'm prepared for whatever comes mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like it sucks right now i'm stressed out mm-hmm. like when it happens i've already played this schema i know how to react it's like i'm ready who up to bam what do you want to do yeah like i'm ready to go Exactly. It's something that we have is something that it's good to re, uh, good to think about consciously, so you can continue to build upon that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then what else were you thinking? What else you see? You said something about balance. Well, balance to positive, like balance to how you feel about circumstances and situations. So, like, there's uh, it's almost like if you're in a negative situation, being positive in it is negative, kind of thing. And then vice versa. It's just falsifying. There's a like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, like something that I will deal with a lot. And it's just because I'll put on fronts for people or tell people what they want to hear. It's just falsifying your life. And so if you're like going along with something and or if you're in a circumstance that is negative and you know it's negative, but you still try and bullshit it or be positive about it or, you know, try and find the positive in circumstances or situations that aren't for you. Um, you know, whatever, like that shit will definitely detour your, like detour you from like your growth and your path. Yeah. I mean, I think that they're like, I need to listen to that podcast, but I would say that from my experiences, it's like, that all sounds right. I feel like you have to be like positive isn't the right word like being positive isn't like that's a really fucking fruity like i don't like that word very much because it's like 
I'm going to get mad about a lot of shit on purpose. Like, I'm going to consciously get mad about a lot of shits because it's not, it's not how I feel. It's not what I like. But it's like not getting down about it, like staying alert to handling problems. Like, you can't, like, you don't want to be positive about it. I don't know what the right word is. You don't want to be positive about it, but you want to keep it level-headed because you can fix it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be able to get out of it. Like, it, it, if that means, like, change paths completely, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to be negative. I would rather just be blindly positive than negative because in a negative standpoint, to me, it seems like uh, failure. It seems like you're giving up. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's just, a defi- that's just a definition problem between positive and negative. There's probably a lot more that I'm not paying attention to. I don't know. No, yeah, I feel it. I don't know, dude. Have you ever seen the movie Rocky? Oh, that's my grandpa's, like, favorite movies. Oh, yeah. shit, that sucks. Why? Because I was about to trash that fucking movie. You don't like it? I fucking hate it, bro. Why? I watched it for the first time last night. And I just hate it. Like, when was the last time you watched it? Authentically. Honestly, authentically would have been right before we left New York. It was they were like running that shit. He was like running up the stairs. When was the first time you saw it? Let me ask you that. I don't remember. It's it was probably I was probably a fucking little boy and I don't remember. Okay, and it, you, you like, said, Oh yeah, that's my grandpa's favorite movie. Like you have like a thing with it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's it's like sentimental to you. It's that, but uh, it's I just I don't know, I fuck with like I fuck with the Creed movies. Okay, no, but that's fine. But tell me, I've only seen Rocky one. I haven't seen any other ones. So like, I've, I was talking to somebody about it. And they said that the other movies might be better. Let's just talk about Rocky, like the normal Rocky right now. Tell me what your favorite part of Rocky is. Hmm. I've got fucking like sunglass fucking tan lines. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, you do. You got like fucking burnt. That's you got. You got that walk to the coffee shop. Fucking suntan. With the sunglasses on. Your I don't know. I just fuck with the. I mean, the first one. My favorite segments of any Rocky movie would be his training sessions when it once it gets intense. I just okay. fuck, I fuck with that shit. Now let me. I guess so. My opinion on this is, and maybe I went into it with too high of standards. Because what I was looking for, because I'm watching David Goggins. This is back to David Goggins. David Goggins said that's his favorite movie, and he watches it all the time. And when he was, like, fat and getting into shape, he watched it every day. So I'm like, okay, if this is the vibe, let me watch this. Let me get some inspiration. Maybe I'll throw the gray sweats and the gray hoodie on. I'll run downtown CR like I'm downtown Philly. Yeah. Let's see what the vibe is. So I watched the movie last night. Bro. The training scenes in it are like fucking 30 seconds. It's like maybe my expectations were too high. Obviously they were because the training, literally he runs one time, he's winded, he runs again up the stairs. Like that's it, bro. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, the only time he's punching meat is like because he's mad. He's not training in the meat locker, bro. He's breaking the ribs as a threat to his buddy. He damn near rapes a girl. Wash it back. It's very sketchy. And then he's damn near raping her and then it just cuts to them as a couple sitting on the couch two weeks three weeks later Yo, it's like how do we get from A to B and I realized that it was a, in a different time but I'm just saying and then the boxing like whatever there's no way he beat Apollo Creed bro but he did he did not he actually didn't it was Apollo Creed won I think but what I'm saying is like there's no way that like 
I'm just saying, the training scene, I wanted that. That was going to be my favorite part. But the montage just didn't give me enough. Maybe it's a problem with me. Maybe I need to look inside to why I didn't like the Rocky movie. But the mm-hmm. montage scene was like 12 seconds long. And it was just him jogging and like fucking just doing like fucking uh, fist pump shit, bro. Like it wasn't like, I wanted to see him carry a log. Like move a fucking building. No, you got to you gotta keep going. You got to watch it. Uh, the second one, and especially. No, I understand that. I understand. I and people have told me that, that those movies are better. I'm just. I was just talking about Rocky One. And I just. I just feel like it was just hyped up. And like, dude, I like Sylvester Stallone. Like, mm-hmm. He seems dope. Mm-hmm. There's a scene with the trainer too. They're at the house, and the fucking trainer comes in. He's like, "Now you got this big fight. You got the title fight. I want to fucking be a trainer." And Sylvester Stallone, they just got into an argument at the fucking boxing. Uh, gym where he called him a piece of shit and his but Sylvester Stallone's like fuck you like I don't need your fucking help then I don't need your fucking help now get the fuck out of my house my house smells like shit like that's a scene the dude leaves <laughs> and then it cuts to a scene of them training together I'm like how do we get from here to here you know what I'm saying I'm missing some fucking info dude I need yeah, less I, I need less Sylvester Stallone on the street smoking cigarettes and leathers I need more boxing. And I think I that's I think I think it's a lot of people attached to the story and the underdogness too, because he's literally just off the streets fighting professional boxers. Yeah, and I like understand. In every movie he's always the underdog. He's just like that bar fighter in Philly. Like there was a movie that came out when we were in high like I think it's Rocky four or five and he's like retired fighting like Deontay Wilder. So he's just always like fighting like uh like people <laughs> people attached to that underdog role like I get it, bro. I get it. I get it. And maybe just my mentality, like my brain, is not for that. Because honestly, this is gonna be like this is a hot take. Okay. I wish we in the future we're gonna have a buzzer when it's like hot takes. Like, meh, 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 meh. No, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, hot take. I I resonated with Apollo Creed more than Rocky. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, dude. Sometimes it's not the worst thing in the world to have the confidence. You know what I'm saying? The underdog thing is cool, bro, but, like, when I when I walk into an arena that's my arena, you know what I'm saying? If I'm a cook and I walk into a kitchen, if I'm a boxer and I rock in, walk into a ring, mm-hmm. I am the best. Mm-hmm. I am the, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to win. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, it's cool, but, like, But it's like, like at the end of the day, you got to think about who has more balls in that situation, Rocky or Apollo. Okay, yes. Because it's like, but you're, but that just goes back to the underdog thing. Like that's fine. Like yes, you're right. The balls. Like if you're if you're ranking this on balls, I'm just ranking this on uh, talent and like prestige. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yes, it was a pussy ass move for Apollo Creed to go back and fight Rocky. That's a pussy move. He was just doing it. He was creating a storyline. Like, that's pussy. You're Apollo Creed. You're the champ. You want to verse an American kid from Philly, like, a, just a hometown hometown uh, brawler. Right, whatever. That's a pussy move. I get that. That's not what I'm saying I agree with. What I'm saying that I vibe with is the energy of just being elite. Yeah. When I watch sports, I don't want to watch fucking... I don't want to watch Danny Woodhead, bro. I'm sorry. I don't want to, bro. I want to watch Tom Brady, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to watch LeBron. I don't want to watch fucking Nate Robinson. Like he's dope, but dude, you're five three, dude. You know what I mean? Didn't like, he dunk a... on Yao Ming though? I get it. Like he's dope. That was a bad example because I really like him. 
That was a really bad example. I'm just saying, like, I want to watch the elite. I don't like the underdog shit as much. I know that a lot of people do. But there has to be some fucking alphas out here that like the fucking... You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, why does everybody have to hate on elite shit? No, I don't... No, I, I definitely don't hate on elite shit. I'm not talking you. I'm talking people as a whole. Like, it's just, I'm just, it's just, a, just an opinion that I have. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of the underdog shit, dude. Let's be elite. Let's strive. If you strive to always be the underdog, you're selling yourself a little bit short. Yes, yes. I am not... If, Like I said, if I walk into Chopped, if I walk into any kitchen, if I walk into the fucking... I don't give a fuck. I am not the underdog in the kitchen. Exactly, yes. And that's arrogance, that's cockiness or whatever, but I walk this big dick energy. Why don't you have big dick energy? Mm-hmm. Walk out here like you're going to do something. Why are we... Why are we? Why is everybody infatuated with the underdog, bro? Like I don't know. Come on, have some fucking swagger. I don't know. I guess it's just like it's more exciting. It's ex- it's exciting, I guess. If if an underdog wins, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like I guess like if the if I'm watching March Madness, I I'd like to see a 16 seed beat a one seed. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people do. And I, there's nothing wrong with that. That might be exciting. I'm just saying, I want to see, I want to see 40 point wins by the by North Carolina by, by the number one seed. I Dude. always do. Damn. I just like just. I'm trying to see great be great. That's why I'm watching entertainment. Yeah. That's why I'm watching sports. I want to see the, the I want to see crazy shit. Like I want to see fucking Neptune. I want to see fucking the uh, uh, fucking black holes. I want to see fucking fish that glow in the dark. I want to see fucking LeBron. No, I'm God. I'm God. But I get it. Like, that's a hot take because I feel like the underdog thing is dope. And I think that that comes from a mentality of people thinking that they, they, um, thinking that they're less than. That's why I'm saying it's a bad thing in my opinion. And, and it's, it's always, like, it's that perception. Cause at the end of the day, like if, if I'm an athlete and I'm a 16 seed or if I'm Rocky, I'm not even. Half of those niggas, like, obviously, like, they're the underdog. They know they're the underdog. Like, we're not fucking playing for Coach K, but, like, it doesn't mean I can't be great. We're all human. I, yes, but I understand what you're saying, and I'm not talking about them. Like, if a 16 seed wants to hype yourself up, that's not who I'm referring to here. Because if I step into Chopped right now, I'm the 16 seed. Yeah. I, so I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the people that, that like that shit. Yeah. I'm not necessarily the 16 seed. Like whatever. That's just. And honestly, like when I watch basketball, I don't. I don't watch the. I don't want the number one seed to be the 16 seed. I'll pick a guy, and I'm like, that's my guy. And then I, whatever his team is, that's the team I root for, because he has that. And he has that Apollo Creed energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not about the 16 seeds. It's not even about the athlete doing the thing. What I'm saying is like the everyday consumer. It's their outlook. It's like the underdog feeling that they have. And the reason that they get attached to those vibes is because they think that they're less than. So they attach to Rocky because it's like, oh, I'm the underdog. I work at the fucking, the, I work, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with my life. I can still be great. And that's dope, I guess, to inspire people like that. But I also think that you should probably, like, just have a little bit of confidence and, like, work for the fucking swagger. Be Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed wasn't born Apollo Creed, dude. Apollo Creed, like, worked to be Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, people aren't born like that. I guess you can have advantages. You can be born fucking and grow to six, eight, seven foot. You can, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could have those things, but you still have to work. You know, like KD. 
quote. Let me try to remember this quote. This is a good quote. Um, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you always have to work hard regardless of how talented you are. So if you're in a situation where you always play up to the underdog vibe, maybe you could do more. You know what I mean? I know that's a hot take. You shouldn't say that. I should well, I should give you a fucking back rub. But no, like, fucking work harder, dude. Mm-hmm. Work harder, become Apollo Creed. Like, I want to see people that work really hard. Yeah. Apollo Creed worked really hard. <laughs> I agree. I feel that. All right. Hot take. I had to get that off my chest. I've been thinking about that for 24 hours. I feel it. Yeah. I'm just sick, dude. Like, when I'm going on runs, I don't think that I'm an underdog. I think that I'm LeBron that ate too many cheeseburgers. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, can't wait to get this cheeseburger off my belly so I can fucking shred up again. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not I just think it's a mentality. I think great. I think greatness comes from the mentality of greatness. I don't think greatness comes from the mentality of being an underdog. You might catch a dub. Oh, you might I catch mean, a couple wins. That's the thing, bro. It's like a hundred percent. That's why, like, there, there's a difference when we're talking about like consumer and an athlete. Like, if you're an athlete, if you're if you're in a boxing ring, you're not an underdog. You know what I'm saying? If you're watching the boxing match, you're an underdog. So Rocky, he was an underdog for, to the people that were watching and consuming it because they didn't do shit. Like at the end of the day, he was still punching meat. So it's like, yes, and it's like I being around and being in like that circumstance or aura. Like when you're around people that are just focused on that greatness and that aspect, that shit just radiates. Yeah, and I guess I'm not. I, again, like I'm not. Whatever, like, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Actually, I'd f- fuck that, bro. This is just who I, like, this is how I talk. This is who I am. I don't fuck with people that have that vibe because I get it. It's about the consumer looking up to Rocky and feeling attached to that. But you could be great at anything and have that big dick energy with anything, bro. Yeah. You could be a fucking, you could just have the biggest dick about having the biggest car on the block. I don't give a fuck. It's about having that big dick energy. It's the energy that comes with being an underdog that I don't fuck with. And it's every, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it's a hot take. I don't know how to say this without being a complete asshole. So I'm trying to like think no, about it. No, just say it. Like, Fuck it. No, I'm just that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, dude, I just don't fuck with the energy of being like this person's better than me. You know what I'm saying? Because like, whatever, in any circumstance, anything of all time, like it's like I'm learning new shit every day. I'm trash ass at a lot of shit. But I'm the shit mentally because I know that if I put in the work like anybody else put in the work, you know, I'm saying I'm learning logic. I'm learning how to make beats. I'm learning the piano. I'm, I'm learning music theory. I don't – I am I can't make a beat right now. I don't even know how to like record sounds. But I don't think that I'm like an underdog. I'm the shit. I just haven't put in the work that they have put in. And as soon as I do, I know that I'm more creative and more like, smarter than them. And I know how to fucking work the shit. And I'm like, whatever. I'm the shit. It's just about time put in. It's not about fucking ability. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you know what I'm saying? Like I get there's things that come in, like the height or whatever, but those things are excuses. There's plenty of people. I use Nate Robinson on the other side of the scale now. I'd like to bring him back into the positive side. Nate Robinson is short, and he dunks over Yao Ming. You can be great, however like fucking tall you are. There's no excuses for anything. Hard work beats talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, work hard. Stop being the fucking underdog, dude. Pull your fucking pants up. Work harder. Study up. Read. Fuck. <laughs> I'll take pancakes. 
I'm just, dude, I just don't like, I never fuck with it. Anybody comes to me and they're just like, well, I wasn't, well, I really want to do this, but I guess I just wasn't made out for it. I'm like, okay, who the fuck? Then quit. Yeah. What the fuck do you want me to say? Like, I'm not going to fucking wipe your ass with a fucking dude wipe. Dude wipes. I'm just dry ass wiping. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a hot take, but honestly, like, stop being an underdog. Like, fuck. Be the shit. Let the balls hang, swang. No, I'm God. Let them hang. Especially, I mean, if you're doing something and you're not letting them hang, what the fuck are you doing it for? Yeah, but I just feel like everybody can do, like, nobody's better than anybody. Like, everybody has a dream. Every, like, there's a lot of people that are pussies, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm a pussy sometimes. I'm a pussy sometimes. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, like, I'm just, there's a lot of people that want to do shit that they didn't think that they could. Mm-hmm. Because they had Rocky energy, bro. And they were just waiting for someone to put them into the ring. Mm. You gotta put yourself in there. Gotta put You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, I want a mink. A mink coat would be fire. Oh, no. Like an all-white. No, mine's gonna be colored because the tail's gonna be dragging in the front. It's gonna be what? Mine has to be colored. It's gonna be gray with, like, black stripes. Okay. Because the tail is going to be so long, it's like the, the ass end. Like, not literally a tail, but like the back. It's going to be so long that it drags on the floor. Oh, just straight fucking dirty. Yeah, so it can't be white. Yeah. It has to be like a dark, like a heather gray with black accents. Preferably like stripes and, and dots. But like natural. Dots. But like natural dots. Yeah. Yeah. You heard me? I heard that. Is Texas open open? Uh, I mean, damn near. Like, as soon as we landed, we went to a restaurant. But, like, it's, I mean, it's not, it's, like, the same as everywhere else that's open. Like, restaurants, 50%, fucking salon. But you sat in the restaurant? It was an outside seating. But it was that's nice. Just, that's crazy. It was yes, weird, was. but it was nice. Yesterday, when I was on my jog, I ran past a restaurant that had people in it. I was shook. No, I don't think I could sit inside. I'm okay with outside seating. And you're like, still pretty. You're still pretty scared, or what? I'm not scared. I'm just like, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna keep playing my part. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just gonna play my part. Like, I'm not gonna do. What is What stupid. is the reason that you think it's a big deal, though? What's a big deal? Like the coronavirus in general. Just because it's. I don't know. It's fucking. Like I'm. I can't go back to my. I can't be home. I can't be home right now. I can't go to work, so it's like. But what is that? But what? What is that reason, though? What do you mean the why, reason? Why can't you go to? Why can't? It's what closed. Is the reason? It's closed. Like, okay, where, where I I'm live, saying, it's like shut down. Okay, but what I'm saying, in my opinion, on that on that subject, honestly, is that it's not the fucking coronavirus, dude. Like, if you looked into stats on the fucking coronavirus, the actual sickness. What like about the actual it? sick? Yeah. The stats. Uh huh how many people are affected and how many people have died uh-huh. and what age group what age group have died yeah what are the stats like what percentage of people die from it I think like the I don't know what the percent I mean it's not like the numbers aren't huge and I don't no, care it's like the, the, the flu is way worse than the fucking coronavirus is it though yeah I mean, as far, I mean, I don't fucking know. I'm not in the streets, but, like, the, the stats that have been brought to me, and I'm off social media, but I'm just saying I watch podcasts and shit, yeah. so I don't know. 
yeah. I'm just saying, like, from my opinion, but it's still an opinion. So that's still floating out there as a possibility. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that I'm right. I'm definitely not a doctor. Nobody knows. Yeah. I'm just saying, from my opinion, the death rate is super low, and those that have have died from it are in a target area as far mm-hmm. as a weakened immune system or age or whatever, mm-hmm. which is not good. Like so, I, so from the standpoint of not wanting to spread it and not being like a target, I'm not even going outside. And if I do it to the store really quick and I come right back, because I'm not try- I know that I'm not going to die from it, but I don't want other people exactly. to die. Because yeah. If I had it, I spread it. I understand that, but I'm just saying as far as the fucking the severity of this is blown out of proportion to something that's like never been seen before. By yeah. me, by a lot of people, but like I. So the the reason that so why I was asking that is the reason for private stock or not private stock BBC or New York or California not being opened is is not is I, I in my opinion from the stats that have been brought to me and honestly like I just I search for stats that fit my opinion as everybody does. If I wanted this coronavirus to be super deadly, I would look for stats that said that. So I affirm myself. That's what happens. I don't think it's that big of a deal, so I look for people that talk about it not being a big deal. So specifically the Elon Musk interview and shit along those lines. Anything like on Joe Rogan, that's all I watch is fucking Joe Rogan. So like anything mm-hmm. that's on Joe Rogan is my news. Mm-hmm. So it's like what they're talking about is that it's, it's an overreaction and people that are like deficient in minerals or like weakened immune system are the ones that die from it and get severe, like severely sick. Mm-hmm. So it's like for me, okay, I'm still going to play the game because I'm afraid of people with weakened immune systems not playing the game correctly. Mm-hmm. But the antidote for me is for them to be quarantined. Like this, if you're if you feel like you are at at risk, fucking lock yourself in the house. Mm-hmm. But like, ooh, up to bam! Like I'm going to work, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this shit still has to go. This isn't a fucking utopia. Like money is just being made out of ass. Well, that's. I mean. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if shit opens, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I'm at work. I'm not stressing that shit. I know, but I'm saying, like, I don't even get, like... I'm saying open the shit. Like, that's why... That, the reason I was talking about it is, cause my, in my opinion, open the shit. Because that's how... If you really are at risk, okay, cool. You can get some sort of disability or continued unemployment. And you need to be fucking quarantined. Because you're at risk. You are fucking 70, dude. You know, or like you have a disease or whatever like that shit that makes sense to me but why are why don't we just shut down the country every time it's flu season i don't know <laughs> you know what i'm saying so know. it's like i'm not gonna fucking stress myself I, I get it like it's hot topics like i feel like you're supposed to be like fuck like stay inside fuck the coronavirus but unfortunately, like, I just think that shit's a game. Like, I don't I don't vibe with that shit. Like, it's not... The stats aren't... Like, what are we... If you can't honestly, like, bring in stats and make an honest opinion about shit, then what is the point of even, like, doing anything? If we're going to look at the stats that say... And, like, again, like, I'll preface this by saying I'm talking out of my ass. I'm talking on shit that I've heard. Like, I don't, I don't have, like scientific papers in front of me i have never even seen a person that i don't even know anybody that has coronavirus so i I don't fucking know but if the stats are what they are and like less than one percent of people that contracted are dying like fractions of the percentage actually and of that percentage like upper 90 percentages are like would die if they fucking fell downstairs and the death rate in like the contraction numbers of the influenza is way higher 
why are we like tweaking about this one? Yeah, I don't know too much about it. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that's why I was like in my opinion like I'm playing the game along the game because I'm not trying to be an asshole. Mhm. But I'm happy that Iowa has opened up 50%. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that Texas is opening up because at the worst at worst case scenario, what's going to happen is like everybody's going to die and they're going to be like, oh shit, like keep LA closed. Keep New York closed. You know, I'm, like, not everybody, but I'm just saying like numbers are going to spike and you're going to realize that. But dude, there's places just running it up. Yeah. Like Georgia, I'm sure is just running it. Nobody gives a fuck in Mississippi, bro. Yeah, I think it's all just, you know, it's like to each his own when it comes to something like this. Like if you have someone that you know that's, you know, going to be affected or, you know, in a situation. Or in the danger zone or something. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, it's it's not about me. It's not about you and how you feel. It's about like, you know, the global no, because, well-being. No, I don't agree with that because then who's doing what? Then when do what we do open? If it's, if it's not about how That's why feels. shit's not open. That's why shit there's like, and I feel like there's going to be. I don't know. Like it's no. Well, that didn't answer. Like what I said was like, if it's not about what how anybody feels, then when does anything open? If we're not going about any opinions, mm-hmm. then when does it open? When we have a cure? I don't know. Because there's I don't never going to be like, a I have no cure. Idea. There's not a cure. There's not cures for viruses. There's no cure for influenza. Yeah. So there's never going to be that. So it's it is to each their own. But, like, I don't, the opinion shit, like, me and you having opinions about it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we're not deciding the uh, economics mm-hmm. and, like, when the country opens. And mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing that really matters. Mm-hmm. So, like, they shouldn't be basing their feelings on how they feel. It should be scientifically based. Yeah. It should be made yeah. honest decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if the science says that it's not even as bad as the influenza and, like, that's an optional vaccine then why the fuck are we so close is what I'm saying. I don't know. I literally have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I just know that I can't be home right now, and so that has no, effect I, on me mentally. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no, 100%. Like, it has, like, personal effects, but, like, that's not, like, the coronavirus. That's, like, the fucking environment that the coronavirus is, or the reaction to the coronavirus is built. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, what I'm Basically, what I'm saying is, like, the coronavirus isn't the reason that, like, I don't know. The coronavirus isn't as deadly as you think. That's no, I, I definitely, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't give a fuck. I, I, I've probably had it. Like, I'm not worried about me getting it. But it's just, like, my brother has severe <laughs> asthma. Like, there's just, it, like I said, it's just people have fear about it. it. I mean, I feel like the people that have fear about it obviously have a right to have fear about it. Oh, of course. Like, so you have like, a right to have fear about anything. Like, I'm afraid of octopus, bro. Yeah. Like, you can have you can have any fear that you want. I'm just saying that, like, unfortunately, the way that the world is, bro, like, we, there's not going to be a cure from the, for the thing. Like, oh, 100%. That's why this is, like, like, a crazy-ass You reach a certain time. age. You reach a certain age, you're going to die if you get influenza. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we can shut down the world because, like, you're 70. 100%, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like... It's serious. Yeah, I get Like, whatever. Like, I get it when it's personal and shit, but it's like... 
we just can't get stuck in that kind of vibe. Like, we have to think, like... I mean, we'll see, because right now we're on that run it up, so I guess we'll see where that shit goes. Because, I mean, yeah, we're doing guess... it, we're running it up, so we'll see. Yeah, like, like what, no... so what are the, the options? <laughs> I mean, there's not an option. We'll see, like, that's why it's like, let's see if this shit is seri- more serious than it needs like if it's not serious then we'll be able to run it up yeah and I mean the other option is just we all fucking just say fuck it and like we don't have a country so, well I, I mean, mean it's, yeah, it's yeah that's a vibe. I mean it's like we don't I mean the thing is it's like it's a global thing it's not just like it's, it's not China's like fully working they're fully working like, uh, per Elon. Run- Again, per Elon Musk, he has a Tesla factory. Well, yeah, I know that they up. tried to, like, reopen, and they, like, went crazy. Like, their cases went in And they he reopened it in California. Yeah. Are you saying China reopened and, and they went crazy with cases? Well, like, basically China, yeah, like, when they... Because they were obviously the, the fucking... Um, they were the starters. We came off the bench with the shit. Yeah, and I mean, okay, so, like, that is... I when I was on social media and like looking at the news and shit too, that was something that I received. Like that was information that I received too. Like that China like ran it back up and it was like a second wave coming and everybody's dead. But like I said, like just my form of news, which is just watching these podcasts, Elon Musk has a fucking factory in China that is like full fledged and like none of his employees have died from the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know what to believe. Yeah. There's multiple there's multiple things. All I can say is like what I know. So it's yeah. like I don't know. From yeah. my opinion, from the information that I've let seep into my eyes and my fucking ears, mm-hmm. run it up. Mm-hmm. Because there's not if China is like, you know, whatever. What's 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 Italy doing? I have no idea. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. those are the people we need to be watching. You know what I mean? Like, I I just don't... Basically, the only, the only reason that I'm on the rant is I just don't want to fall to the scare tactics of the thing. Because yeah. I feel like there's other shit that's way scarier. Mm-hmm. All the time, people... More people die driving than they do with the coronavirus, bro. Should we stop driving? Yeah. Well, funny enough, a little branch off of that. New York hit its world record 58 days without a pedestrian being killed in New York City by a car. See, the coronavirus is here to, like, save us, not hurt us. It's just going to be interesting, like, the next month. I'm just excited. I'm not excited. I'm just interesting to see how everything unfolds. What a time to be alive, dude. Mm -hmm. It's scary as fuck, but, bro, like, I would rather, like, I don't know. That sounds ridiculous for me to say, but I would rather have, like, I'm excited. Yeah. Obviously, I wouldn't rather have a fucking, like, pandemic. But, like, it's like, I don't know, dude. In my heart of hearts, I think that we reacted strongly because it had a potential to be really deadly. And it it did affect a lot of people. It did kill a lot of people. Like, it's awful. Uh You know what I'm saying? It's awful. Uh Uh-huh. But it's not completely out of the norm of what happens yeah. in the world. Yeah. Like, these things happen. H1N1, Ebola, yada, yada. I don't know what I'm talking about. These things happen, bro. Mm-hmm. So it's like this one, with social media, with the vibe, with, like, yeah, everybody. Exactly. On, anyway, uh-huh. this one got blown out of proportion, but this shit happens, like, a lot. And we don't even really, like, it's, like, back page news to us normally in life. We just go about our business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't fucking new. Like, this isn't, like, the once-in-a-lifetime fucking plague shit, bro. Yeah. Like, this shit happens. Like, it's scary as fuck. It's not good. It's all negative. But, like, this shit happens. We know how to handle this shit. 
this one just got blown out of proportion. That's why it's scary. That's why I'm like, I don't know. Like, thank you for the $1,200 and like, can I go back to work? I mean, you know? the thing is, it's like, I don't think we know how to handle this though. I think that's why it is what it is. And it's just like, well, we, we just got like, you know, like we're kind of just, but fucking... what I'm saying is what I'm saying is though, we never know how to handle this shit. This happens every couple of years, bro. I don't know about this happening every couple of years. What like, is we have H1 like N1? shit. Let's like, talk about like these other things. Yeah, but that, that this is cr- bro. We haven't. I haven't worked in two months. Like I've never experienced something like this. It's bigger than just. You, Jared, it's bigger than just the try- coronavirus. What I was trying to tell you is, it is bigger than the corona. Exactly what I'm trying to tell you is, it's not the fucking disease that's making fucking BBC shut down, dude. It's the reaction to the disease. But I'm. I know that the reaction. I know that that sucks to not go to work. I know that I'm doing the same thing. No, I yeah. It sucks. Nobody has. But what I'm saying is, I, all I'm referring to is the severity of the disease, not the fucking reaction of the disease. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I know that that sucks. It sucks for me too. Like mentally, it's fucking terrible. Like I've just been locked in this house by myself like all week. Like besides the time that you were here, like I'm just, whatever, all week, all fucking two months. Like I know the five. But I'm saying like, that's not even what I'm talking about. Like mental health because of that is like, I get it. Like anybody want to fucking drink wine? Like, let's get it. Cause I know how sketchy this shit is, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the actual like stats on the coronavirus yeah. itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like that shit is reoccurring, dude. Like that shit comes often. Are you talking about like a lifetime? Like not, maybe not a lifetime, but like a species. Like this isn't the first time, like, you know, I don't know anything about it, bro. But I know that like vi- the flu comes around twice a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the same shit, bro. We deal with this shit. The reaction is different. You know, the reaction is different because maybe like we overreacted. Maybe it's it's deadly, but like people die from influenza, bro. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot of deaths every year. Like I'm not downplaying. Yes, that. like people die from driving. People die yeah. from fucking drinking, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, people die from a lot of shit that we're like, that's fine. Like, I know how to manage this. If I get sick, I'll take vitamin C. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same fucking thing. If you get sick, take vitamin C. Unless your health, unless your fucking immune shit, but like, you would be that anyway. With anything that comes up. With the influenza, you always gotta watch your back. Shit, I do. Like, being overweight, you gotta watch your back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's. I think it's. and, And it's. Yeah, it's just. I mean, yeah, obviously with there being massive, exp- like, it's it's all exposure, just, we're talking about social media exposure, and it's even just exposure to the shit in general, like, who knows, like, if I got this shit and I was in bed for three weeks and I thought I was dying, like, Michael Yo is healthy as fuck, he's, like, dying. Did you watch today's, did you watch today's episode? Uh-uh. Because <laughs> I was going to bring him up, too, that's why I'm laughing. Because Joe Rogan was actually talking about him today. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I thought Michael Yo was fucking healthy, yada, yada, yada. But then he talked about his fucking schedule, bro. And this motherfucker had like seven fucking plane rides in seven days. Fucking yada, like this fucking telecast, this telecast, this fucking um, speech in front of this many people, this meet and greet. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like he wasn't living a normal life. So I'm just mm-hmm. saying that weakens your immune system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just saying, it's case, that's not, an ex, that's not a reason. I'm just saying, it's case by case. And, like, the Michael Yo thing was honestly, like, fucking me up. Because I was like, well, that doesn't fit, that doesn't fit the bill. Like, why is this dude sick? Mm-hmm. 
that just kind of helped me think about it in a different way. And then, you know, like the chick that he on the, had on the other day talking about vitamins and minerals talked about people that are like vitamin D deficient, mm-hmm. um, have like a 20% or a 20 times higher chance of dying wow. from the coronavirus if, can, if infected. Mm-hmm. And like everybody in the Midwest is vitamin D deficient. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like African Americans or like just black people or like Cubans or whatever. If you have darker skin complexity, you have a higher chance of being vitamin D deficient because your body doesn't, your skin doesn't absorb sun the same way. Mm-hmm. Like you might be at a higher risk. You know what I'm saying? Like people with darker skin. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is like we don't uh, we don't take those things into account. That maybe there's like things that we can do personally to lower the thing too yeah and then it's not just a deadly fucking like bowser like maybe it's just a little bitch that we can just take some vitamin you know what i'm saying yeah like maybe maybe michael yo was just super vitamin d deficient and just got off seven plane rides and was just tired his Mm -hmm. immune system was trash i get off one plane ride i'm kind of feeling shitty bro (laughs) i don't know yeah that's the thing is like we don't know shit we're just talking so it's just like i'm just talking (laughs) But it's like, I'm just not scared, bro. Yeah. And I'm not afraid for for any of my loved ones either. It's just like, I think that everybody, we're running it up fine. And it's yeah. like, you know, like I have old ass grandparents and they're just doing a good job. They're at the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not going to go over there. I'll yell at them from the sidewalk if I have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, everything's fine, dude. I mean, people, it's not fine to die, but it's like, I don't know, man. Just open it back up, in my opinion. Cool. We're doing it. So we'll see. see. Luckily, I hope this has been recorded. No, so yeah. We have yeah. That, so we can go back and be like, how was, uh, was he right or was he wrong? But yeah, man, I don't know, dude. I've, like I said, I am so, especially right now with Ramadan and shit, I gave up social media. So I am like hypersensitive to what I let in. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance that I'm, like, just missing a shitload of information. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I just, like, I let in what I want to hear right now. Mm-hmm. It ends it ends this Saturday, so, like, it'll be up, like, this, next, this weekend. But as of right now, like, my intake is, like, like, dude, I'm only watching, like, inspirational, like, I feel good. I'm watching some shit that I don't like, but it's just about, like, diet. Like, it's not about, like, fucking, like, death. Yeah. So there's a good chance that I'm just missing a puzzle. I'm missing pieces of this. And there, even if I watched what I wanted to watch, I'd be missing a piece of this puzzle. But, like, there's a good chance I'm missing half the pieces of this puzzle. Mm-hmm. But fuck it, dude. We're just talking about our opinions. Exactly. And I don't want to live in fear, right? I don't think, yeah, living in fear, like, is definitely not something you want to be in. But at the end of the day, it's also, I believe it's important. Like, something I've just been... Like I, like I said, I check headlines. That's all I do. I don't like, and it doesn't even give me fear more so than just trying to like see where we're at and see when I can go home just for my perspective and my shoes. But just to kind of know, just have like a knowing, I guess. I don't know. But I guess sometimes, like said, like the less you know, like it's always something that I've been noticing is like the more I know and the more I like I open my mind to particular things or whatever it's like I wish I didn't know certain things that I like went and got yeah. and searched for yeah and I don't know man maybe sometimes you just gotta have like uh like trust and shit too 
Yeah. If it happens, it was supposed to happen. So like I be informed as you can be. That's never bad, but just also like enjoy the ride while you're going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. don't can't stress about things it's like dude and i'm the most stressed dude like i'm missing half my front teeth because i like grind my teeth like i'm always like you know i'm like always stressed out like i subconsciously like i'm the most stressed ever like i just i don't know i'm trying to get over it i ordered some cbd maybe that'll help me but i'm just saying like i stress out so like i'm like not the person to be giving this advice but like it's just like dude it's gonna happen control what you can control that's in front of you like it's cool like i'm not the one that's gonna make the vaccine that's not my fucking bag dude yeah so all i can do right now is eat vitamin c and like jog and eat healthy and get my fucking vitamins make sure my family knows what's up if i can help them you know you need a recipe for something that's high in vitamin d i'll figure it out yeah you know what i mean like whatever we're gonna figure this shit out i'll do my part of this thing but that's all i can do is control the desk that's in front of me and then I'll just have faith that everything else is going to work out. Yeah. Because if you stress about it, you're just going through the problem twice. Yeah, exactly. You're once you're stressing out once, we got to go through it. If I got to go through it, I got to go through it. That's what's meant to be. Mm-hmm. And we're going to handle that. We're going to cross that bridge when we get there. But right now, like, fuck it, run it up. It's fine. It would be different if I was making the decision on whether or not to open the country. Yeah. I would be thinking very hard about it. Uh-huh. But I don't have to make the decision, so I'm just trying to be the happiest. Like, yeah. Not the happiest, but like the the most successful like yeah but, i mean like i understand it like people are people like for instance if like someone in my family had asthma or something like that my opinion would be more strict mm-hmm. like i'm not like i get it i'm not trying to be like an asshole like that i'm just saying that um yeah i don't know i don't know what i'm saying nobody knows what they're saying exactly <laughs> I just have to think I just have to talk The thoughts that come Into my head and then if You have wrong, to Yes exactly If they're wrong They're just wrong I don't fucking know <laughs> have, have a good trip everyone That's a must watch That's like my My quarantine watch Quarantine picks No that movie was Fucking beautiful It like Wait, Out of 10 No rookie scores Out of 10 No rookie 10, scores 10 That's a Dude that's the most Rookie score what do you mean? So nothing score? can ever be better than that. Here, can I explain? No, let me explain. Let me explain the ten out of ten, so we can do this every episode now. Okay. Okay. Ten out of ten, no rookie scores means you use decimal points. A pro, I said no rookie, like a vet, uses decimals. I'm talking nine twos, nine threes. If you say a ten, that means no movie will ever be as good as that. That is the cap. So we're just talking movies, not for what it is. Yeah, we'll just move. Let's just be like, let's have a nice like movie scale because then this could be a reoccurring theme. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you just do a movie scale, I don't want to say like I'll give Rocky right now straight up a three one. Okay. No okay. cap. Okay. I gave Rocky a three so, one. Like, I think that's high. I did that because Jared's grandpa likes it. I, I did that. So just for your family. so when like something hits a particular th- like when something hits a three one, can an, another movie be a three one? Yeah, of course. I just don't want to say 10 because that's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. So, like, that's the highest you can go. Yeah. So, like, no movie will ever be better. Like, dude, what if we make a fucking movie that's going to be better than fucking Psycho... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. dude, we're going to make a better... Like, not what if. Like, me and you are going to make a better movie than that movie. That movie is great. But we're going to make a better movie. I'm going to still go with the 10, dog. Cause <laughs> oh, my, so no. Because no I want to... never going to be better. Like, I don't think... I when my perception on that is like 
it was just perfect to me. It was, there was nothing I would have changed about it. And, like, there's a lot of movies that are tens to me. I don't know. But, like... Okay. Like, That's that was... Fine. For what it was, for, like... For, like, for what it literally... Like, it was perfect. Like, I couldn't add anything more to that. Maybe, like, throw, like, Jimi uh, Hendrix or something in there. But that's, that's impossible. Fine. That's fine. And I mean, like, wait till you hear my score. Like, maybe that'll bring some clarity. This is just, it doesn't matter. But whatever. We can use this. this uh, what would you give? What would you give Rocky? Uh, I would give that a 7.5. Seven. Okay, that's, like, real, that's realistic. That's okay. That's fine. You just really like this movie. That's fine. Uh, nine eight. Okay. Okay. That's fucking high, dude. It's high. That might be my favorite movie ever. Wolf of Wall Street. Nine three. Nine three. Wow. wow. Oliver and Company. Nine two. That's a great one. That's a great ass fucking movie. That's a great ass fucking movie, dude. I hate that guy. No, but dude, psychedelics, bro. I almost cried, dude. I almost cried. In the intro, they got Anthony Bourdain, who's like, dude, like, fuck. I fucking Vista printed him on one of my t-shirts, and I wore that fucking t-shirt under my chef jacket every day to work, stinky ass. Stinky ass. Every day to work as inspo. Yeah. And I would be in the I would be in the closet, the fucking uh, broom closet. I've never told anybody this. This is embarrassing as fuck. But I'd be doing a little mission. I'd be in the broom closet, kind of depressed because I don't know how to make a fucking uh, a demi glace or a fucking hollandaise sauce. I was fucking up the eggs. It's just thirty two yolks. But I was fucking it up. Yeah. And I was in the closet wearing my chef jacket, and I knew that I had my fucking Anthony Bourdain t-shirt on with my cross necklace that I got from my grandpa, and I'd go in the walk-in or the fucking closet, like, pretend to do something else, and I'd open that shit up and have, like, a little meditation, like, a little fucking, <laughs> to my Anthony Bourdain oh, yeah, t-shirt. That's, that's everything. I would, like, revamp myself, then i walk out there with the big dick again. That's everything. Like, no underdog yeah. shit, big dick, Anthony Bourdain dick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd walk back out there and just kill the shit, but I'm saying, like, he was, like, dude, like, I read... I, I was a cook and I hated I hated cooking. Then I read Kip, Kitchen Confidential and he showed me that that lifestyle is dope. Like you could like be a rock star pirate chef. Like I could be who I wanted to be and also cook burgers. Like I was like, dude, no way. Like he literally changed my life, bro. Like in a big way. So like Anthony Bourdain is like I'm gonna get a tad of him maybe on my face. Like I love Anthony Bourdain so much. Um, he's in the introduction of this psychedelic show that just came out. Like. Where did they have they been filming this movie yeah, for they, fucking they, five years? Yeah, this shit's been on fucking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Shit's been on and then shit. on top of that shit, I almost cried when we had a full ass segment. And then the dudes from Workaholics, fucking Adam and fucking Blake, play him and his buddy. Yeah. Tripping, like, dude, like I was like, no way is Anthony Bourdain portrayed by fucking Adam? No, it was picture perfect, though. Dude, I was like, Beautiful. what? I, I had a moment where I had to sit back and like count my blessings. No, like, yeah. Out my fingers, because I thought I was in a dream. You know what I'm saying? I was like, "What the fuck? Pinch me!" Exactly. This is not real. Exactly. Like just to have the souls that were even a part of the whole thing was like. There was another beautiful. dead person in there too. Uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, dude, and hers was the dope. Like she was sick as fuck. No, yeah, she's amazing. I, I didn't know her. she was a yeah. legend, bro. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, and it's just, it almost like. I instantly wanted to go get mushrooms. Like, I instantly just wanted, like, it, like, that's the shit. It's not about getting fucked up. It's about, like, it's just, and they said it's it, all They life. said it it's so perfectly. Yeah. They said it so, somebody said, I don't know who the fuck said it, but somebody said, you go into it, 
just trying to get fucked up, you're just going to get fucked sting. up. Sting. No, sting. And he's like, if you go into it with a fucking intention, you're going to learn about your intention. And I remember the times that we, like, go into it with an intention. Yeah. Subconsciously, probably. I don't remember talking about it. But, like, with the way that we had built our lives with that stamp, at that point, it was clear what our, our intentions were going to be. And it was about, like, manifesting and about our future and shit like that. And that came out 17-fold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, that's how you do it. Because I've done it before on an accident, and it worked. So now I want to do it again. And then I was saying, I was listening to Sarah Silverman talk about her New York experiences. I can't wait. Yeah. Diner vibes, dude. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Central Park sketchy talking vibes. Acorns. That shit would be so fucking crazy. Like, an that acorn talking shit, shit to you. Gonna be so f- but it's like... Would- like they were saying, it's like everything, like the bad trips are like, they're like, obviously there's particular bad trips that are like bullshit and like, I don't know, whatever. I don't know that that's a fact. Well, I, I feel like, I guess if there's things that you can control, like if okay, you're just I around think... fuck shit people, like, yeah. There might just be some fuck shit. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. the thing. But like, they're, like the ego killers and like. But even, dude. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go on. No, like, like that's like the ego killers, yeah. Like, yeah, but even the fucking, even the fuck shit teaches you that you're around some fuck shit. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're around some fuck shit, you have a bad trip because of the fuck shit. You're like, oh, that was fuck shit. I'm not gonna be around fuck shit anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that even is 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 in place. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, like this kind of goes back to earlier. We were thinking about, you know, think about every possible. Uh, possibility of the thing before like, just be aware of the outcomes be an open mind you know like you were talking about from the, you learned from the podcast yeah that might just bring awareness to things that you didn't know that were issues with you so even if you do have a bad trip that brings up that digs up an awareness of an issue that you have like I know okay I, I feel like a fuck boy talking about Joe Rogan so much like I really do this is the last time I'm going to talk about him ever <laughs> I'm done talking about Joe Rogan but he talks about taking so much edibles that he has panic, like borderline panic attacks on plane rides, because it's good to have that awareness of your like your vulnerability and shit like that. Yeah. Wow. I'm afraid to wow. do that. I'm afraid wow. to do that, but I do see the value in bad trips. I do see the value in these things, and I know that I don't know. Like I'm not a scientist. Like maybe it'll give you, maybe it'll make you schizophrenic and it'll ruin your life. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, for me, for me, it's okay. <laughs> Sorry if you're schizophrenic. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 